two minutes to go. Illinois 71, Michigan State 68. Out top is Io. Long, long three. Got another one. He got another one. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for Fighting Illini basketball. Right wing, Kipper cuts to the lane. Down low, Kofi! What a slam dunk! And there's the high-low and the feet of the big seven-footer. To Georgie at the free throw line, drive down the lane and slams it in. Three gonna have to shoot it with two. A long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's gonna end the half. And listen to the roar. Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois. Here's your host, Scott Beatty. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in at the State Farm Center. Big Ten basketball for Illinois. They look for their fourth straight win in conference today. And welcome in their in-state rivals, the Northwestern Wildcats. Alongside Lauren Tate, I am Scott Beatty. Hope you are traveling safe, especially if you're making your way to the arena. Some snow and icy conditions around here. Turn those headlights on, I'm told as well to keep yourself safe but illinois with a three-game winning streak but hasn't played since last saturday lauren meanwhile northwestern just one in five in conference play they're coming off a loss to iowa a few days ago and uh, northwestern young trying to rebuild they're towards the bottom of the league but you cannot sleep on them they're really big aren't they i mean it's the tallest team in the league actually the starting lineup uh, of course, uh, they are shorthanded. Uh, Bowie's not going to play, and he's a key guy for them, number two scorer. But um, I, I just, you know, you, you have these uh, questions about when you play Northwestern, Illinois always has some problems. And you remember last year, even in the tournament, Illinois lost to uh, Northwestern up there last year on a last shot by Turner, who, by the way, will play today. And took overtime to, to win the game in the Big Ten tournament against mm-hmm. Northwestern last year. And that game went right down to the wire before uh, Feliz and, and some others uh, pulled it out for the Illini. Yeah, A.J. Turner hitting that three to beat the Illini uh, just over a year ago uh, in, in January of 2019, a 68-66 win for them up in Evanston. But the Illini won the last two ball games. But, yeah, it's, it, for one reason or another, it never seems to be a, an easy, smooth victory, even though the Illini, by and large, have, have the advantage in this series. But it's been kind of back and forth. It seems like one team will win a pair, and then the other will win a pair. Well, it has been back and forth in recent years, although Illinois you know, dominated for decades. But I, I, I don't think there are any easy games in the Big Ten period. No. Nope. I mean, even uh, Northwestern's got two losses at home. That's their only team in the Big Ten with two loss, Big Ten losses at home. But uh, they've, they've given teams trouble. Yeah, so that counts for the uh, two of the, what, six road victories that have happened for Big Ten teams in conference play. Today, Penn State beating Ohio State 90-76 to in Happy Valley. So the home court advantage stays very lopsided. There's another one going on right now. Maryland leading Purdue in the second half by 10 points. They are at home. And two more games today. This one between the Illini and Northwestern and then Indiana and Nebraska out in Lincoln. 
Well, if Maryland hangs on, and they had a 20-4 to start in that game against Purdue, if they hang on, it'll be 40 and 6. 40 and that's almost 90%. I mean. And there's only one team with two road victories. That's Wisconsin. Yeah, and that's strange because they've also lost at home. Who'd they lose to? Hmm. Mm, Illinois did that <laughs> once. So Illinois has one of those six road victories as well. And they're hoping that Northwestern will not get one today. It picks up again. Business picks up Tuesday night. The Illini are on the road against Purdue over at Mackey Arena. That's a 6 o'clock tip. And then next Saturday, a week from today, the Illini with a morning tip, an 11 a.m. game against the Michigan Wolverines in Ann Arbor. But right now, the Illini in the month of January with just one loss. Well, the team is playing better, and the reason they're playing better is they're just showing more cohesion at the end of games, and that's the crucial part, the part of games because most of these games are going to go down the last four minutes, and then it'll be a toss-up, and whoever hits shots will win. In your opinion, has it been more about the time it takes for a team to come together and figure each other out, or has it been some of the smaller adjustments that have been made over the last few weeks? I don't, I don't, I don't, I know how to answer that. I, other than I will tell you that this this Illinois team is playing much better defense, and it's so much better defense than they were a year ago that they're in games all the time. They're holding opponents to fewer points and much fewer free throws. I I, I looked at that game, that uh, Michigan game against Iowa. Just watched it, and Iowa shot. 27, made 27 free throws to Michigan's four. How do you win a game when you're outscored by 23 points from the free throw line? Which, which also indicates several other things. It means you're driving to the basket. It means you're drawing fouls. It means you're not just standing out and shooting threes. You don't, get, you don't draw fouls when you shoot threes. Well, if, you, if you get the ball inside and you're cutting and you're driving, you're going you're gonna to get fouls. Illinois has held Big Ten opponents on three different occasions now to under 60 points and only allowed 62 against Michigan. Uh, it's been an impressive defensive stand, and really at times the offense hasn't been highly productive, but That's they've right. lived off their defense. If you recall, the last game uh, when we played Rutgers, Illinois shot 28.6, which is the lowest, which is the lowest percentage for a Big Ten winner in 10 years <laughs> for winning a game. It's the lowest percentage in a decade. All right, we're off and running. It's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. Back with more as we dive into Illinois and Northwestern. The Coach's Corner a little later on. We'll hear from Chin Coleman as well. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Illinois and Northwestern today at the State Farm Center. Hope you're doing well on a Saturday afternoon. It's a 4 o'clock tip. We're carrying you up till then. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate, and then Brian and Dion will take over here for pregame coverage. The Illini, number 24 in the AP poll, ranked for the first time in several seasons. And Io DeSumu says there's no additional pressure when you're ranked. Like Coach said, a ranking doesn't mean anything. That's just like a, a number that they just put through the machine. Um, so we still hungry. We were still looking for more because we, we still remember 
all the things people said we wasn't right. We still remember all the things that was said after we lost to Arizona and Missouri and things like that. So I said locker room, don't get too high, don't get too low, stay level-headed. Ayodesumu shrugging off the ranking. That's kind of been the message across the team with it. But it's, it's meaningful, at least to everybody maybe but the team. You know, I, I'm distracted here because Illinois is, everybody's shooting threes out here for Illinois. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys or so all shooting threes. And on the northwestern side, they're all shooting 15-foot jumpers. Are 15-foot jumpers allowed I just still? Think, I just think that's interesting. <laughs> I just, I mean, the, their whole approach to this thing is obviously a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And you got a coach out there who's uh, helping feed the ball, and they're now they're that's not that it's not that they don't shoot some threes, but I've, we've got guys that are running in and shooting, shooting, jumping up and shooting high extension 15 footers, which is uh, uh, that's from the past. <laughs> well, Northwestern actually will shoot the three a little bit. They're third best in league play at percentage percentage wise, mm -hmm. which at 33.6, which that would be a lower mark in the old days before the three-point line came out and uh, you know the three-point line has diminished the shooting for Illinois as it has across the country but it's also I think played into Illinois defense this year which has been able to step back a little bit pack it in a little bit more clog things up with Kofi Coburn down there and you do not have to be on a three-point shooter as much unless you know they're really good because the marginal shooters from last year have stepped down that's exactly right and and uh I think uh, one of the things, if you're if you're uh, getting ready to play Illinois today, as as is Northwestern, they're going to say, you know, we we don't want Fraser shooting the three. We've got to stay on Io. But if they've got Georgia in the game and they've got uh, Williams in the game, Damani Williams, you don't have to guard them too tight. If they happen to shoot a three, we'll accept that because they aren't going to make a high percentage. The Wildcats play very zonesy. They they put yep. in a lot of zones, yep. so it actually will be important, I think, you for the line to be able to hit some shots. You've got to hit shots against zone. There's no other way. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Ayo Desumu says as well, with this ranking and anything else that may come the Illini's way, he tries to stay even keel. Here's how he does it, he says. Pretty much when I got to high school, you know, my dad and Coach Nick, AAU-wise, like, um, Morgan Park, we used to win a lot. So, like, when we used to lose, people used to say, like, oh, they're not winners or um, I wasn't a closer or things of that nature. And my dad always tell me, never get too high, never get too low. And then, for example, when I got hurt my senior year, when I got hurt, everyone was saying, like, just sit out, don't play, just go to college, like, things of that nature. And then when I came back and won the state championships, it was the same people who were saying, oh, that was the greatest decision you ever made, things like that. So. I just never get too high, never get too low. That's my dad just put it in me at a young age. So Io DeSumo there talking about staying even keel. He keeps a tight circle around him, Lauren. and uh, He's got tries, a family, doesn't he? Yeah, and tries to kind of shut out some of that noise. He does it pretty well, actually. Well, this is a big year for him because there's a lot of money. and The whole family is going to profit if he makes the NBA. If you if you get drafted, you make a lot of money. I use this number all the time. I, I saw where... Uh, uh, Edwards, Carson Edwards, who's having a real hard time breaking in this year. He's getting a million bucks. Think you could handle a million bucks in a year? To sit sit on and the bench? Got, and he's got it for four years. I could be a great bench sitter. <laughs> Io Sumu, back-to-back 18-point games, and he's had 18 or better in five of his last six. He's playing pretty consistently, and the ball has been in his hands in late-game situations That's as right. well. That's important, too. 
All right, we'll do our keys to the game. When we come back, Illinois and Northwestern, the Illini gunning for their fourth straight Big Ten victory. They'll try to do it here at home against the Wildcats. Stay with us. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Alongside Lauren Tate from the State Farm Center, Illinois, and the Wildcats of Northwestern will tip at 4 o'clock. And we get to our keys to the game on this one. They're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination, Hickory Point Bank invested. Lauren, what's the keys for the Illini to win their fourth in a row? I think that since Illinois has the superior talent, we think, in this game, ball security to me is really important. They had 19 turnovers against Missouri, did Illinois, and for the last five games they've had fewer than 10, 10 or fewer. And so if they get shots each time down the court, if they don't turn it over, I think that Illinois will have a, a, a successful game. Trent Frazier has gone five games. Five in a row. Without committing a turnover. Right. And you go back eight total games, he has two turnovers. That's amazing. I, but but the, I think that Underwood said something important. Don't be so protective of the ball that you don't make plays. You still have to make plays. And there might be a tendency, I, I, I can imagine there would be a tendency, if you haven't made any turnovers, you want to keep that. But if you... But I, I'm not saying you take risky passes, but you got to penetrate and kick. you got to do some things for your teammates. He needs to make get more assists. On the flip side, I think the Illini offense could use a little spark and uh, hit some shots, especially against this zone defense that you'll see a lot of from Chris Collins' Wildcat squad. They do some 1-3-1, among some other things. Miller Kopp, key guy to shut down. He's been the leading scorer several times this year for the Wildcats, and he's been in double digits 11 out of 15 games as well. They don't have Boo Booey, so we'll need to shut down Miller Kopp. Lauren, enjoy the game. All right. Appreciate all your good work, and when we come back, we will have the coach's corner with Brian Barnhart and Chin Coleman looking at the scoreboard right now. Maryland up 53-47 on the Purdue Boilermakers. Penn State won earlier today over Ohio State 90-76. Indiana's at Nebraska tonight. And we have Northwestern and Illinois here at the State Farm Center. More game day coverage in a moment. We continue on this Saturday afternoon from the State Farm Center. It's Fighting Illini Game Day in the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Illinois preparing for Northwestern in just over an hour. It's time now for the Coach's Corner. Brian Barnhart, voice of the Illini, talks with Chin Coleman, Illini assistant. And it's brought to us by Hickory Point Bank and Clark Lindsay. Here's Brian. Coach, good to see you again. Good to be back on the court today. I, I know dialed in today. It seemed like the guys were in the shoot-around. We'll see if it carries over to the game, but they look good. We've had... Uh... We had a great, 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 I guess you could call it, uh, mid-season camp. We had a great mini camp, and our guys are really locked in right now. It's been fun to coach these guys. It's fun to go to work every day right now, and it's just been a treat. And, and these guys give us a lot of energy, and it's reciprocated, and we talk about that. You're either an energy giver or an energy taker. And right now, we got some guys that are bought in, and so we're, we're, we're just having fun. It's fun. You know, yeah. it's fun now. It should be fun. Yeah. It should idea. be. And that was something that I talked to one of our players about, and uh, we spent some time together uh, over this break. Is man, you got to find a way to have fun in this deal. You can't let let the 
the, the, the noise and all of the stuff that goes on in this business overwhelm you. You have to find some fun and some joy in this. And winning is fun. And so we've been able to win a few games, and so we're having a little fun. Yeah, that's, you told me earlier this year, you said, Brian, if, if we can get all the different pieces kind of to click together, and we were working through that, this thing would take off. And I, I think you're starting to see that offensively. I know you've tweaked some things defensively. I mean, just the improvement all around, I think. Well, um, we've always felt like we had the pieces, and we've always felt like we've, we, we had the right guys in our locker room. And that once we get in that gear that I talked about with you and, and be able to stay in that gear, then we can hit another level. But we, we, we have another level we could hit. Uh, we feel like that we got a lot left. And we're in a good groove right now. We're in a good gear right now. And the challenge for us to be consistent and stay in that groove and stay in that gear. And so if we do that, like I said to you, Brian, I feel like we can beat anybody in the country. Jen Coleman with us here. We're on the coach's corner. Uh, Northwestern comes in. This is a very young team. Chris is dealing with here, and he's had a couple of injuries, but still a very dangerous team, I think. Very dangerous because this is an interstate, one of what they call in the Big Ten, a true rivalry game. It's similar to Indiana, Purdue, Michigan State, Michigan. Like, you're always going to have that true rivalry game, and so for us, it's the next game on the schedule, so it's the most important game right now, but at the same time, there's some extra implications on this game and, and we're up for the challenge they're gonna they're gonna play as hard as they can you got to think about it five-point game against michigan state five-point game against indiana five-point game against depaul so they've had several games where it's been two possessions or less we know what we're dealing with they're, 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 they're gonna come in here and they're gonna challenge us and we, we're gonna step up to the challenge and i know the teams are a little different than they were last year but all three games were close one was overtime i i've uh, tried to do my best i could of implicating that to our guys that we played them last year three times and every game was tight. So when you play Northwestern, Northwestern plays Illinois. The record doesn't matter. The rankings doesn't matter. The the accolades doesn't matter. It's interstate Illinois Big Ten basketball. And and, and it's different. It's different. And it'll be different tonight. We'll talk about the Cats a little more with Chin Coleman in just a moment on the Coach's Corner. Visiting with Chin Coleman, assistant coach on the Illini staff, Illinois and the Wildcats. All right, just from a sheer tall standpoint, this is the tallest team, I think. they got a lot of tall guys in all the positions, right? Um, they're the tallest team in the uh, league right now. I think that the reason why they're the tallest team in the league because of the way that they start is due to some injuries. I think that if they weren't as injured as they got a few guys that are injured, so now it's forced them to start all forwards. And a combo guard and a center. So they're starting 6'10, 6'9, 6'10, 6'7, 6'5 at a point guard. So they're 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 long and they got a lot of size in their lineup because of that, but uh, that gives them an advantage, you know, and um, we're gonna do a good job of boxing them out. But we're one of the top rebounding teams in the country, so we understand what we're dealing with. When Northwestern's on defense, can that help them then clog the middle a little bit with this with the length? It does help them in their zone packages. They got two different zone packages that they play. They play a two-three zone and they play a one-three zone, one-three-one zone. So that helps them in their zone packages, and it also helps them in their packed man-to-man defense because they have so much length and size. It shrinks the floor a lot. So we got to move them offensively, and we got to be willing to make the extra pass because they load up the boxes and the elbow, and they really shrink the floor. And they give up about almost 40% from the three only because they're packed in. They, they prefer you to, to, to take those threes. And we're not going to fall for the fool's goal. We understand that, that what their defense is trying to do. Pat Spencer is a great story. It would be a cute story. And coming from lacrosse, 
where he was uh, like the Heisman Trophy winner of lacrosse. I mean, who knew lacrosse was a great prep for basketball? Now, I know he was a good high school player, too, but wow. You have to respect guys that are the best of what it is that they do. You know what I mean? It's like he's like the LeBron James of lacrosse. That's you got to give him some respect for that. You know what I mean? Like, that's big time. He's a LeBron James of his deal, whatever his deal is. And so that means that there's a, a greatness pedigree inside of him. And he's a tough competitor. He's a good basketball player. To say that he hadn't played basketball in four years is a lie. He's probably killed the intramurals and the fret leagues and all that stuff because he's a good basketball player. So he's he's played some basketball. And I'm sure where he, where he was at, he probably was the best player in the rec. Miller Cops, a big guy at 6'7". Is he a matchup? Can he be a matchup issue? He could be because of his size. They're kind of playing him at the two when originally, naturally, he's a 3-4. Big-time shooter. He's leading them at 13 points a game. So he's someone that they look for for offense, and we got to make sure we do a good job on him and identify his catch and shoots and his one- and two-dribble pull-ups because of his size and his length. He's really good at that. It is interesting how teams with the longer three-point line, in a lot of cases, just not guarding maybe a mid-range shooter. I mean, it's interesting how that's developed over this year. It's become like an extra <laughs> defender. It's become yeah. like a sideline or, yeah. or a baseline, out-of-bounds line. It's, it's like an extra defender that some teams are trying to use to their advantage. And, and, and dork guys is what I call dork, which just really sag off them and give them those dare threes when you're not as comfortable from that shot as you were before. And so it's kind of helped some teams. Uh, we spent a lot of time on our shooting, so our shooting is going to catch up. It, it will catch up. Yeah, at some point. All right, any other keys you're looking at, uh, stats that are key to this game today? Yeah, we're looking at being the dominant team in the paint. We want to score about 14-plus points in the 40-plus points in the paint. We want to get about 16 assists, which means that we're elevating each other. Um, we want to get about 40% of our misses back. So we have some key stats and some things that we want to focus on. And then we don't want to give their shooters any airspace, so we want to take away their threes and uh, not give up any gifts. So if we do that, uh, hopefully we'll, 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 we'll be 5-2 and two at the end of the night. Yeah, and part of that uh, guarding the three-point line and running them off that was the key to Wisconsin, right? Limiting the, the chances they had. It, it was a big key for us mm-hmm. in uh, uh, Wisconsin and uh, – it will be a key for us tonight, not as much as an emphasis as it was in the Wisconsin game, but it will be a key for us tonight. Um, we want to take away those easy looks and those horse shot threes, what I like to call them, and if we do that, give ourselves a good chance of being 5-2 and two in the league. Hey, Coach, good to visit. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. That is Assistant Coach Jen Coleman. This has been the Coach's Corner. Thanks, Brian, and the Coach's Corner brought to us by Hickory Point Bank and Clark Lindsay. More in a moment from the State Farm Center as the Illini seek their fourth straight Big Ten win. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be back after the ball game. Along with Evan Kahn, we bring you the Fasteners Etc. postgame show here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana.